episode number 54 is going to be the first of a series. I'm undecided how many episodes this series will be just yet, but all about narcissism and toxic relationships, relationship addiction, unhealthy relationship dynamics, and this is a trigger warning. If you are a victim of narcissistic abuse, if you have trauma in your past, these are not the episodes for you. Skip through any episode in in this series. That is your trigger warning. With that being said, this is episode number 54, Narcissists Suck the Life Out of You. This is part one of a multi-part series all about unhealthy relationships. In this episode, I'm going to get into what is a narcissist, what are some red flags, what is the definition of a narcissist, what are some red flags for a toxic relationship, and it's going to be split up this intro episode into two different series. So this first episode is going to be an overview of narcissism, difficult personality traits, and then in part two, we're going to answer the question, are they a narcissist? We're getting right to it in three, two, one. Welcome to the Heal Your Burnout Podcast, where us hustlers come together to have solution-focused conversations weekly. My name is Amber Connolly, a former burnt-out clinician and academic turned transformative coach. If you are a productive patty, miss I can do it all, or if you are ready to ditch the exhaustion, you have come to the right place. Each week, I'll be providing you with wellness tips and trainings, inspiring you to look within, replace habits that are keeping you stuck, and offering insights to help you maintain your brilliance. If you are craving clarity, self-care, support, and mindset hacks, look no further. This is where your energy can be reignited and your hope can be restored. Welcome back to the Heal Your Burnout podcast. This is the first episode of a multi-part series on unhealthy relationships. And relationships are such a huge part of our life, whether it's a relationship with a coworker, a boss, a romantic partner, a friend, a family member, a parent. And when it's not a healthy one, it will suck the life out of you and it will cause you to experience burnout. And I knew this was something I wanted to discuss because so many women are at risk for being in an unhealthy relationship or are already actively involved in an unhealthy relationship in different areas of their life. And later in the series, we'll get into what specifically are those personality traits or are those vulnerabilities that could put you at an increased risk to get involved in an unhealthy relationship But for this very first episode, like I said in the intro, we're going to get into what the heck is narcissism. I feel like it's such a buzzword these days, and it's something that I began learning more about when I found myself in quite a few different unhealthy relationships. And when I was preparing for this episode, I was trying to think, what was my first experience with a toxic person or a narcissist? And honestly, it's hard to identify because I've had quite a few in my life, whether it was in a female friendships, because females definitely can be narcissists too, romantic partners, bosses, and the word narcissist, I sometimes pause at using because it is such a strong word and full disclosure, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not licensed to diagnose anyone with any sort of mental ailment. But I will say what I what I can speak to is 
I have had experience with narcissists. I have undergone training under the direction of Dr. Romney, who is an expert in the narcissist space. And if you haven't heard of her, you need to look her up. Her YouTube videos are incredible, have changed my life. And I know I'm a better coach because of the work I've done with Dr. Romney, attending her conferences and reading her books. And she's just an excellent individual. And the work that I've done with my coach, who is a licensed psychologist and is very well versed in narcissism and has over 30 years of experience. So I'm saying all of this because it's not up to us to go out and diagnose people. There are experts for that. There's therapy for that. And my purpose in preparing all these episodes is to arm you with the tools that you need to better recognize the red flags of what is a narcissist, what is a toxic person, what is a person who is unhealthy, who is going to deteriorate my health and my mental well-being, and what do I need to know or understand better about myself to keep all of my relationships in my life healthy. And that's what this entire series is about. Before I get into the details, I will say if you find yourself in a situation with a narcissist, if you are in an unsafe situation involving physical abuse, sexual abuse, financial abuse, emotional abuse, if you are in an unsafe situation, reach out for help. Remember to, the the police are there to help you. Reach out for therapy if you need a lawyer to protect yourself. These are all the things you should be arming yourself with if you're in that situation. So this podcast is not a supplement for that. You do not need to go about any sort of dangerous situation alone. Know that there is no shame in reaching out for help. With all of that being said, let's talk about narcissism. So like I said, I can't remember what my first interaction was with a narcissist, but I will say the the broad definition for a narcissist is someone who cannot properly express empathy. A narcissist lacks empathy. And they the definition of empathy is just someone who is able to understand what another person is going through. So for example, if a loved one is diagnosed with a terminal illness, you personally haven't had a terminal illness, but chances are You have the empathy skills to feel care for that person and to feel love for that person and to hear that person out and to appreciate their their perspective even though you've never personally experienced that. And empathy really is that attempt to understand that curiosity and that ability to soothe someone and to hold space for that person and offer help and assistance even though you've never personally experienced that. And in relationships, empathy is so important because we all need support. We all need support at times when we're going through a tough season, at times when even we just have a bad day or a bad moment. And especially in relationships, there's going to be conflict. There's going to be times where you don't see things from eye to eye. And having the ability to hear someone else out and hold space for them and listen without being defensive or without contempt, without attacking the other person, but just being able to hear the other person's perspective out is such an innate skill that healthy humans have. Empathy 
it is, unfortunately, I believe it's a skill either you have or you don't. And narcissists, they don't have it. And what's so confusing if you've ever interacted with a narcissist is I know I found myself oscillating between, well, are they a narcissist or aren't they? Because I've watched them be nice to that person or this one time they've been nice to me. Like maybe they really can't express empathy. And the sad truth is narcissists, they know how to turn on the empathy or have performative empathy when they're getting something back from the other person. But on their own, they innately can't express empathy. And narcissists, in addition to not being able to express empathy, are extremely insecure. They are people who brute a lot and complain a lot and will go on and on about how they're not appreciated, they're underregarded, and no one listens to them. They're always very, woe is me. And it's like they're, they're swinging between two extremes. They're, oh, woe is me, or wow, I'm so great. I can't believe everyone doesn't notice how great I am. And they're able to apply this empathy when it's convenient for them. And they'll truly weaponize empathy as a way to manipulate someone else. And later in the series, we're going to get into the different cycles of interacting with a narcissist. There's an actual cycle of narcissistic abuse that starts off with something called love bombing. And love bombing, the like very quick, intense start to a narcissistic relationship, there definitely is manipulative empathy expressed then because they're trying to present themselves in a way that makes you like them because they want something from you. And narcissists have this this deep insecurity, so they're constantly seeking something called narcissistic supply. And narcissistic supply is simply just like the word supply. It means they're getting something from someone. And that something can be anything, anything that the narcissist sees as valuable. So it could be something like money, like shelter, like food, Or it could be simply validation, admiration, recognition, gratification. And when you look at a relationship with a narcissist, it's not reciprocal. In healthy relationships, there's give and take. There's an equalness. There's not a, a one person is ahead of the other or one person is more powerful than the other. There's a reciprocity. And in narcissistic relationships... It's never reciprocal. Their singular purpose is to get narcissistic supply. It's to get information from you. It's to get attention from you. It's to get company. It's a boss that wants you to do their work for them. They want to get recognition for the hard work that you put in. It's sex. It's appearance. It's being able to post pictures with you on social media. It's a confidence boost. And it's a very superficial relationship. But because narcissists are so masterful at mirroring, especially early on in the relationship. And what I mean by mirroring is reflecting back what you want. So it seems like they're empathetic and they're the perfect partner. But really, they're just showing you what they think you actually want in the love bombing phase. And like I said, we'll talk more about love bombing when we get to that episode, but 
narcissists are truly conflictual people. They're people who stir up chaos and are always looking to argue. They're antagonistic. They're entitled. They're dysregulated. They're not able to regulate their own emotions. And they're constantly devaluing, invalidating, minimizing, manipulating, and dismissing everyone around them. And they really live life from a very a cynical place and also from a very opportunistic place. What can I get from this person? And there are many comorbidities or different mental ailments that go along with narcissism. It's been said that many addicts are actually narcissists. I don't think that every addict is a narcissist, but I think someone in active addiction definitely behaves like a narcissist. And narcissists, they have this sort of sob story. They're always the victim and they're never able to take personal responsibility. You'll know you're in a relationship with a narcissist or with a toxic person when you find yourself walking on eggshells. When you're always, the hair in the back of your neck always sticks up around them. You never know what version of them you're going to get. You could be dealing with a narcissist. Do you find yourself living in fear? If you find yourself just always never feeling like enough in the relationship, like, God, everything I do is is just never enough. If you've tried and tried to set boundaries with this person, but they don't get it. Narcissists do not understand boundaries and they're constantly trying to pull you in to drama. Narcissists use manipulation tactics and we're going to get into all of them later in the series. Baiting. Baiting or setting you up for chaos. Setting you up for an argument. Breadcrumbing. 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 Giving you just enough so that it keeps you coming back for more. Narcissists are attracted to people who are empathetic because they don't have any. They don't have any empathy and they feel so insecure and so bad about themselves that they prey on someone with a kind heart and someone who sees the good in everyone and someone who hears their sob story out and thinks, hmm, I just feel so bad for them or hmm, I could fix them. Women who have a a fixing complex love narcissists. Women who have such big hearts they just want to hold space for that person and want to give the narcissist another chance and another chance are at risk for being in relationships with narcissists. And the better you could recognize the symptoms, the symptoms of no empathy and the core symptom of being contemptuous, being grandiose, being invalidating, being devaluing. And the more you can understand the pattern, then the stronger you can be as you go out and form new relationships or as you evaluate the relationships that you already have in your life. So narcissists, very early on, if you think about dating a narcissist, They often present very confidently, very charismatic. On the first date, they're flaunting things to you. They're bragging to you. And they might be nice to the wait staff as another way to exude their charisma, or they might be rude to the wait staff. 
when you have a narcissistic boss, the new boss on your interview might woo you with charisma, with charisma and telling you how wonderful you are and how you're going to make such an impact when you begin working there. And then you get there and the boss is nothing like you thought they were going to be. You've been working there for three to six months and all they do is complain, push their work off on you, take credit for your work, gossip, and create a workplace chaos culture rather than the person that you thought you met on the interview. And often narcissists use use gossip and something called triangulating as another method to their madness and to their manipulation. So we're definitely going to get into that in later episodes too. But the main thing I want to leave you with in this episode is a few questions to consider. Look at all the relationships in your life and ask yourself, are any of them unbalanced? Do you find yourself feeling like you're always the giver in a situation? You're never the recipient. Are you in an unreciprocal relationship? And do you find yourself in a relationship where the other person is full of contempt? Nothing that you do is ever good enough. And you find yourself always dreaming about where would that person be that I initially met? When we first went on that date, when I first went on the job interview, when we first became friends, where did that person go? And if you answer yes to those questions, yes, you have an unreciprocal relationship. Yes, you find yourself dreaming about the beginning. Yes to knowing someone who isn't capable of expressing empathy. Everything is all, always about them. You call them and you listen time and time again to this person complain and complain and go on and on about their struggles. And finally, one day you had enough and you decide, today I want to talk about myself. And you share your own complaints, your own struggles. And they blow you off. They give you no sort of validation. And if anything, they tell you that you're crazy and you're being overdramatic and they're arguing with you about your complaints. <laughs> That's how narcissists roll. They're not even able to listen about someone else's bad day because the attention isn't on them. And if they were able to, that might be in, still in that love bombing phase. But if you find yourself in a situation like that, in a one-sided situation, you could be dealing with a narcissist. Narcissists love to stir up conflict, love to stir up drama, love to gossip, love to talk badly about people. But if you notice, if you evaluate those stories, none of them paint them in a bad light. You'll never hear a narcissist take responsibility for themselves. You'll never hear a narcissist actually express any sort of emotional intelligence, self-awareness, or personal ownership. You're not going to see that. So those are the the questions I'm going to leave you with. Evaluate your relationships. Are there any that are unbalanced or unreciprocal? And do you find yourself experiencing any sort of feeling of nothing I ever do is good enough? Coming up in the next episode, we're going to talk about are they a narcissist? I will see you there. Hey friend, before you leave, please head on over to iTunes podcast and search for Heal Your Burnout. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star review, and help us spread the word about our show. 
I would love to connect with you on social media. My Instagram handle is at Amber underscore Connolly underscore. And until next time, I'm sending you so much love and light. And I can't wait to keep moving forward with you.